Welcome to a well-built podcast from Biltwell Bank. I'm Don Griffin, Biltwell's Executive for Human Resources, and it's my pleasure to serve today as your host. It's our goal to be the local economic engine that drives growth in the communities we serve. With this podcast, we'd like for you to gain knowledge about current events in banking, to answer some of your most common financial questions, and we'd like to simply connect with our communities in a meaningful way. If you miss an episode, you can access all of our prior episodes from our archive library available on our website, builtwell.bank, or wherever you find your favorite podcasts. Well, let's get started. Today, I've got back with me Mitch Sanford, and Mitch is the president of Biltwell Bank. Welcome, Mitch. Thanks, Don. Great to be with you again. We're looking at this as... Episode two of a series that we call How to Start a Business. Yes. And so as we get started in episode today, in episode two today, um, we ended the last episode with the word projections. Yes, we did. And so when you say that a business owner needs financial projections, what does that really mean? Okay, so a a little bit of of talking about what we talked about in episode one, and we, if you remember, we talked about assessing the market, mm-hmm. assessing your competitors, um, uh, assessing your product or service, you know, those mm-hmm. kind of things. So so putting that down now into numbers, right? You've got to take all of that data that you gathered and turn it into financial numbers, okay? And And what those financial numbers should tell you is is this a viable business? All right, right. Does uh, does the the prices I'm going to be able to sell them? My competitors, my markets, all those things have got to translate into financial numbers to know is this going to be a profitable business? What have I got to do for it to uh-huh. be a profitable business based on those um, uh, those metrics that I put together? Are they realistic? You know, mm-hmm. it's one of those things you can approach projections from so many different ways. Um, and it's one of those things where if you are a numbers person like I am, you could sit around all day and just do nothing but play with <laughs> numbers. Right. But the problem with that is, is you never get nothing done because at some point you got to go sell something. You got to right. buy something. You got to mm-hmm. talk. to Right. So it's one of those things where. um there's you got to spend a good amount of time. It's got to be one of those things. We have all heard this statement before, Don, garbage in, garbage out. Right. Right. Which is why it's so important to do that legwork we talked about in episode mm-hmm. one before you start putting down on paper these numbers. Because if you don't have good data that you're using, then it's garbage in, garbage out. So for this to be considered, you know, this 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 owner or this prospective business owner is looking at is this a viable business? So you'd probably say it's it's the perfect time to be as realistic as you can be, and just look at the cold hard facts. Hundred uh, percent. That's a great way to put it. I, I'll tell you when I look at projections, when I do them myself, when I'm talking with a customer or prospect, <clears throat> this may be old school. But but I always look at a best, uh, worst, and realistic mm. scenarios. Okay. okay, so 
And and you can start with whichever one of those you want. What what I like to do is to start with um, best. Okay. So if everything goes great, sales will be X, right? And if everything goes great, my margin will be X. So that's not necessarily a blue sky way out there projection. It's a, it's a best case scenario, realistically speaking. That's correct. Okay. Great way to put that. Good good framing of that. You're right. It's not if perfection happens and all my competitors go out of business. No, that's that's not the best, yeah. right? But then then you then you can take that best case scenario and then start tweaking it and testing it and stressing it really is what mm-hmm. is, is what I would call it really. What you start doing is stressing that. And you say, okay, if I missed my best case by twenty percent, again, mm-hmm. you can use ten, you can use five, you can use whatever. But if I miss my best case by 20%, what does the business look like? Is it still viable? Okay. Right? And then then that worst case scenario. To me, a worst case scenario, one way I try to look at that is it's break even. Mm-hmm. What what minimum sales, what minimum profitability, what minimum do I need to have to just keep the lights on? Okay. Okay, so so to me, that's that quote unquote break even scenario. If I can at least do this, I can keep the lights on. And if I go below that, I know it goes into the red. Right. Mm -hmm. So so and and as you do those different scenarios, best, most likely and worst case scenario, then then again, you get a feel for Is it a viable Business, because again, just using some numbers so that we can kind of grasp what we're talking about here. If it says, if your numbers say that you've got to sell, you know, ten thousand of these of, of your products in a year, and in the market that you've assessed, and the competitors that you've assessed, you you say you can only realistically do 5,000, mm. right? Now, uh, I'm not a, I'm not a mathematical person, but that sounds like 50%. That's right. Right. <laughs> so, so again, it, it will, it will show you things now that you can put it to numbers. It will show you those, those things that if, again, and you said this earlier, and it's so important to be realistic about it, because I can tell you from, from especially the entrepreneurs those folks are so optimistic, and I love that about them. Don't get me wrong. But but when somebody like me, who's very much a realist, starts talking to an entrepreneur who is the eternal optimist, they, they think I'm Debbie Downer, you know. <laughs> but I'm trying to bring in some of that, okay, I hear you, but what if you miss it? How close are you going to be to, to staying viable if you miss it by 10%, if you miss it by 20%, right? Because I can just about tell you, Don, in 30 plus years in doing this, gosh, there's literally only been a handful of companies who have hit and or exceeded their projections right out of the gate. Mm -hmm. And and that is, please understand, that's no reflection on on that particular business or business owner. It's just that, you don't know what you don't know, mm-hmm. right? And there's certain things you can't control. The, the, if the economy does this and or that, 
during this process of your first year or two in business that you had not anticipated, didn't have the information to know that that might happen. Again, that's not something you miss, but it is definitely something that you can't control, but will affect you, right? And affect your business. So, uh, having that stress on those financial projections, just so that you know, because I can tell you, uh, from the banker's side, as a business owner, if you don't do that, just know your banker is going to, right? <laughs> right. And so that when your banker comes back to you and says, listen, got your projections, and you know, I stress those things 10%, and when I did that, it didn't look real good. If you don't already know that, mm-hmm. then, then you know, you've really not done that homework that you should have done before you went and saw your banker. Okay. Right? So... Um, now, now look, I, I don't want to get too deep in this, right. but, but the projections, uh, the complexity of those are very different depending on the type of business. Okay. Okay. And again, I, it's one of those rabbits we could run a long time and I don't, I don't want to go too far down this trail, but, but I'll sort of give some examples to, to show how, mm-hmm. how different they can be. So let's say. You're going to manufacture something, okay? Which means you've got to have machinery, which means you've got to have um, uh, supplies. You've got to have inventory that you're going to do something to. Parts and pieces, right? There you go, right? <laughs> Parts and pieces that you've got to assemble, or, or in some shape, form, or fashion, make that end product. Listen, the the financial projections for the business like that you've got to get very detailed. I mean, there's a lot of variables in there, right? A lot of different players actually coming into that. 100% okay. right, yes. So so that's that's kind of the extreme of, of again, detail that, that really is, uh, it's got to take a lot of time, a lot of time and a lot of effort and to get okay. those numbers right. Now, on, on the flip side of that, let's say it's a service. Let's say again. I'm gonna I'm gonna use an example. Just mm-hmm. keep it simple. Let's say it's a pressure washing service, mm-hmm. right? Guess what you got to have to have a pressure washing service? Water and a pressure washer and somebody to run it. There you go. <laughs> right. So again, you you see the differences as far as the variables that goes into those two different scenarios. So depending on the business type. Depending on all the, the the number of variables there will depend upon how much time and, and and let me say this too, how much additional help you may or may not need to do that correctly. Okay, when you talk about help, you're talking about maybe an accountant or yes, a I am specific consultant for a specific industry. I, I am okay. So so look, here, there, there's several resources, and now's a great time to talk about that. You mentioned uh, an accountant, so an accountant CPA. Those folks are so valuable for any business owner. So, so making a good choice in that as early as you can in this process is a big deal. Now, obviously, when you start employing those folks to help you do this, you're paying, mm-hmm. right? I mean, so, so depending on your, your financial resources and what you have available uh, to help you do that, that's a great choice and, and I would highly recommend it. Now, I would also say there's some resources uh, out there, too, that that a lot of folks don't know about. And it's called the Small Business Development Centers, SBDCs is okay. what they're referred to. And and what I have 
researched, I know Georgia and Tennessee have very active small business development centers, different locations throughout the state. Uh, so, so there's, there's probably one near you. Okay. And what this is, is a, it's usually on each state. It's a, it's a joint venture, if you will, uh, with the small business administration, the SBA, which is a federal uh, agency and typically the, the, um, university system of that state. Okay. One of the university systems in that particular state is is the the, the joint venture between those two entities. And and um, I have found those folks to be very good and very helpful. A lot of their um, uh, associates are uh, first of all they they've either been in business themselves at some point or or they've been at a level where they've run a business. Okay. So when they sit down with that business owner, they've got some real world experience that they can ask that potential mm-hmm. business owner some really hard questions sometimes about, you know, how they've assessed their their product, their marketing plan, etc. And they help that business put together these projections okay. that, that folks like me will need. And you know how much it costs? Mm. Nothing. Fantastic. Literally zero. So it is a very, very good resource that I've had experience with, and my experience has all been very good. So that's that's another resource for that potential business owner to utilize, and it's a great one. Because I will tell you, unless you have been in business before, unless you have, have experience in that, putting these numbers together in a fashion that folks like me want to see them, uh-huh. right? Because, you know, put, writing it on the back of a napkin and things like that, <laughs> bringing it into your banker, I wouldn't recommend that, right? right, right. So, so again, having somebody that can assemble that information, help you work through all the variables, depending on the type of business, and putting that in a format that folks like me want to see them and need to see them in is, is very, very important. Okay. Okay. Right. So... We've talked in episode one about an assessment. Yep. We're looking at the market, the product, what we're trying to do. We've covered projections today. Yes. And I'm I'm feeling like there's probably a step or two more there is. that we're going to run out of time for today. Yes. And so our next episode um, would probably cover the true business plan. Does that sound like a that's, good that's next a great step? next step? The business plan is that comprehensive document that really pulls together everything that we've talked about and a few others that we'll we'll introduce next time great well mitch it's been great to have you with me again today mitch sanford president of built well bank and to all of our listeners we thank you again for sharing a few minutes of your day with us and ask that you stay tuned for our next episode you can follow a well-built podcast wherever you listen to your podcasts 